Hey, it's Ash here, and it has been so long since I've connected with you in a solo episode. And I think I just kind of got in my own way. I kind of got stuck on all of my friends who have podcasts. They do like hour-long solo episodes, and usually my thoughts are kind of short form. Like I just have something to share with you, and then I'm onward and upward. And I don't know why I got so blocked from doing this, but I think working from home like so many people kind of demands you to find ways to be more creative. And I was feeling so low on creativity in certain moments throughout COVID, especially promoting my book that's coming out, that I just haven't had much to say. But today, that changed. And I wanted to get on here and connect with you, no matter how long it was, just to give you some thoughts that I've been having this week. Um, One thought that's been coming up for me a lot is just Um, around the heaviness that I think people are holding. And I know in my case, I feel a sense of heaviness in my day-to-day life when I really tune into the amount of things that I notice that I'm taking on in my work, in my personal life. And just the other day, I was talking to my therapist and I talked to her like a couple times a month. And sometimes I don't really have anything to talk about, nothing to really therapize. But I love having her because it just feels good on my calendar to know that when little thoughts sneak into my mind, I have somebody to share them with every couple of weeks. And she put her hands out over the Zoom screen and she said, why don't you hand me everything that is causing any weight on your mind? And I was like, all right, I'm going to hand you my book sales. Like It feels so heavy for me to think about how many books of the U-Turn book get sold. So I'm just going to hand that to you. She's like, great. What else do you want to hand to me? I'm like, "Uh, I want to hand you you know, this team member that is venting to me about this thing when I really have a big day and I I couldn't handle it. And I want to hand you, you know, me and William having a tiff over this thing or that thing. And I want to hand you, you know, and I just kept listing things off. And it got me really inspired to share this with you because I feel like at any given moment, we're all holding on to a lot, whether it's a thought that we're having. Like I just realized the other day, William and I have been talking about getting engaged. And one thought I didn't realize I was having was that he would get sick of me and leave me one day. Like, I don't know where this came from, but I've had this like deep seated thought that like, if we get engaged and married, that like maybe he'll just go. And I feel like that's very human, but I didn't know how heavy that was weighing on me until my therapist said, well, give me anything heavy that you're holding. It's a, it can be a task. It can be a thought. Just keep listing it off. And so I want to invite you at the end of this little conversation with me, grab a piece of paper and just write down any thoughts, any tasks, any people, anything that you feel like is just weighing so deeply on your energy, anything that feels heavy to you and really tune in. Like what, what thoughts are you having about relationships in your life, your career that you just want to hand off and just give yourself a moment to just write all of those things down. And it's almost like, can you take that page of paper full of all of those things and put it away from you on the table and almost allow yourself to physically, emotionally, spiritually get distance and remember who you are without all of those weights and all of those worries. And even if life is good and you're feeling really good, which most of the time, that's where I'm at. I feel like life is really good and I'm really grateful and all of these good things. But 
it's almost like when I'm in that state of thinking life is so good, I'm not tuning in to where life is actually feeling really heavy. You know, those little moments where William and I are laughing and then underneath it is like this tiny little sneaky thought, like a feather floating through the wind of my mind, telling me that maybe one day he'll leave and our relationship won't work. And if I get married, I'm gonna have to go through all this pain. I don't even know where this comes from, but these are the little heavy sneaky feathers floating through our minds. So It can be as light as that or as heavy as a task. Write it down. And I would say from there, give yourself a moment to get some distance from it and ask yourself, can you release some of these things? Like, can you change the way you're thinking your thoughts? And one of the biggest things I've learned is around manifestation this year. I never really dove too deep in law of attraction and manifestation, but I've been really interested in it lately just because I think when we're, again, kind of like working from home, I'm just looking for something that makes my vibes feel like they go up. And so I want to invite you to just kind of think for a second of what do you want to feel like in your life? How do you want to feel? What do you want to believe? What do you want to achieve? What do you want in your life? And then I would say get into that feeling. Just feel that for a second, whatever that good feeling is that you're looking for, whatever that achievement is that you think would make you feel so good. You know, like with the U-turn book coming out right now, obviously it would just be like, I mean, I almost don't even want to let myself think about how magical it would feel in my soul for it to be bought by you and anybody who hears about it and for it to get on a New York Times list or some dream like that. When I tune into that in my body, I just feel like this excitement and it's like, there's no ego. It's all heart. It's all excitement. And then the next question would be, once you kind of get clear on what that thing is that feels super good for you, is what are you thinking or what thoughts are you having that is telling you that you can't have that? What thoughts are you believing? What little feathers are floating through your mind with little thorns on them that are getting snagged on you, that are keeping you from really stepping in to taking that action? And then I would I would tell you to maybe kind of sit there after you tune into that, write down those thoughts that are limiting you. And then just say out loud, I'm willing to see this differently. I'm willing to see this differently. How can I see this differently? And write down new thoughts to replace the old ones that you want to release. Take a look at all those tasks that felt heavy to you and ask yourself, can I delegate some of these? Do I have to give as much attention as I have been giving to these? Is there a way for me to rework my tasks? Is there a schedule that I can work on that helps me have more energy for these tasks? Like, What can I do to kind of make this heavy load that I feel get lighter. And that's why I love manifestation. There's such a lightness. There's such an excitement into tuning into who you really want to be. And I think that's what really guided me to write the words of my U-turn book was wanting to tell you how to kind of reconnect to yourself because I know the power of that. I know that when you can get in sync with your body, when you can feel alive, when you can feel less heaviness, that lightness is that channel through which creativity, inspiration, clarity comes. And I used to think it was really woo-woo and spiritual, but it's so deeply true. When you can connect to who you are, when you can go see the people that make you feel like you or talk to the people that make you feel like you or go to the places. Like I know for me that when I don't feel myself or when I feel out of sync, I, I write down on a list, like what are the things I can do to feel like me? I love going to the beach. Whenever I put my feet in the ocean, I get so grounded. I love talking to friends like Amanda Bucci or my friend, Nicole Naupavar, the therapist, um, the psychotherapist that I, you probably hear me always mentioning my really my best friend or my friend Sarah Stewart 
Whenever I talk to those girls, I come home to me. And when I come home to me, wow, it feels good. And when it feels good, I'm more creative. I'm more inspired. I remember what it feels like to feel good. So get into the good feelings. Ask yourself, what's keeping you from believing that those good feelings are available or that great goal that you really want is available? And how can you see things differently? What new thoughts can you write down for yourself? And I know it feels silly if you don't believe those thoughts, but at least questioning the ones that are limiting you, at least questioning the ones that feel thorny for you is so profound and powerful and so freeing. And from there, really getting into inspired action. This is my favorite piece of manifestation. I love when I'm trying to see things differently, when I'm trying to release limiting beliefs and when I'm feeling something that feels good. Like for me, New York Times, like I almost, I think there's some part of me that didn't want to get on the podcast and talk about my book because then I'm putting myself out there and I really want it to succeed. And I know, so the thing about New York Times bestseller, which I might, you know, I would love to expect myself to get, but I can't, it's like I have such a block with it is that it's all about your sales the whole first week your book is out. So my book is out January 26th. So all of the pre-orders count towards it and all of the sales January 26th to February 2nd. That little tiny week in time in addition to the pre-orders is what the universe uses and what the marketing and publishing world uses to decide if I make it on any list. And my ego doesn't really care about the list, but my desire to be a writer does because it allows me to keep writing in the world when I get those opportunities and I make that happen for myself. So it's interesting because in manifestation, it's like I've been feeling those feelings of like, wow, I'm feeling you getting this book and reading my heart on these pages and transforming your life, your career, your clarity, and just using the roadmap in the U-turn book so deeply. I'm feeling that. And then I tune into the limiting beliefs that I have, like what's keeping me from believing that this book can really make the impact that it wants to make. And the next thought I had was, you know, there's so many books out there. How is anybody going to notice mine? There's so many podcasts and people out there. How is mine going to be seen? And then I kind of do my own exercise. I was telling you, I say, I'm willing to see this differently. How can I see this differently? And then I start to tune into a completely different vibration. I tune into all of the amazing friends that I've made over the years that happen to have a platform that have offered to share this book to their to their people. I tune into how I've randomly uh, had a TED Talk go viral and, and I'm just so grateful for some reason that you know, that's the thing with grace. Grace just fills in the gaps. You know, it's like no matter how much we work hard, grace is what fills in the gaps. And so for me, it's like this act of God, this act of grace, whatever you believe in made that TED talk get out there. And I start to tune into all of the reasons why, of course, the book is going to do well. And when you, when you say those words, let me see this differently. Let me tune into why that this isn't true. Let me tune into a more high vibration reality that aligns with how I want to feel. You start getting better quality thoughts. And from there, I start to write down on a piece of paper, what can I do from where I am now with what I have now to get closer to the bestseller list? And I start writing down ideas. And I got that question from Mary Morrissey. It's an idea generating question. What can I do from where I am now with what I have now to get closer to the bestseller list? I start writing down all of these inspired ideas, like contact that random person. There was a random person I met at a dinner party two years ago, and that was the thought that came in. Contact that woman, Stacy. Contact this person. And I totally did. I started looking at all of these inspired actions. And you know, you'll come up with a whole list of possibilities. The thing is you want to stay inspired. So star the ones that feel good. Star the ones that feel like, I want to go do that thing to reach my goal. 
once you kind of work on getting into a different vibration with your thoughts and you start idea generating around what would be inspiring, what would be a fun way to get to my goal? What can I do from where I am now to get closer to that goal? Write down everything, star or circle the ones that feel good and pursue them. That is inspired action. Inspired action is allowing yourself to see things differently and getting curious about what it would look like for you to simply get closer to that goal. What are all of the possibilities? So if there's anything I've learned, there are so many different possibilities and we are never in tune with all of them. And I just, I hope this conversation with you wasn't as scattered as my mind feels. And I just hope that I was able to give you some ideas on how to manifest because this is something that I'm actively using right now. I am looking at where my energy is feeling heaviness, where I'm feeling like something's pulling on me. I'm working on writing those things down and handing them off and handing them away energetically and just allowing. It's not that I'm pushing away any pain that I have, but I'm allowing myself to say what feels heavy and allowing myself to say, I don't have to carry this anymore. And then I'm working on that manifestation side of what do I really want, getting into the feelings of what you want, and then allowing yourself to see things differently, allowing yourself to form new beliefs about what's possible for you and allowing yourself to come up with ideas that feel inspiring. What would be some inspiring, fun, different, unexpected ways to get closer to those goals, to get closer to those feelings, write them down, do things that make you feel like you. So I hope that some of these things give you something to kind of chew on with your journal. Um, If you're not on my newsletter, we started doing a weekly Monday email with a journal prompt and a ritual, and it's been so much fun getting your guys' feedback on that. So you can go on to ashleystall.com and get that information. And obviously, I mean, I don't even know how to ask you. I feel like I could cry just on this podcast, but if anything I've ever put out there inspires you or moves you, now would be the time to support me too. It would mean so much to me if you're in North America, if you're in the US, just hopping on Amazon and buying a copy of U-Turn right now and today. And if you are international, um, there's a website called Book Depository that has copies of U-Turn. If you would support me right now, it would just be so beautiful of you. And it would also just be such a fun way for me to work through these beliefs that I have that my book is just going to get lost in the crowd. And no matter how much I believe in myself, no matter how much confidence it took to write this book, nothing uh, more that I've, I've, I've learned nothing more than how freaking human I am writing this book. Like I have all of this wisdom. I have all these website, um, all of these insights. And so I go and I, I kind of like fluctuate between this spiritual awareness, this wisdom, this depth, this knowing. Um, and then also I slip back into my human, you know, I feel so human with, and I feel so vulnerable with these stories and with my life on these pages getting out there to you. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and my soul for supporting me. Um, I'm giving away a bundle of free courses. If you haven't heard me talking about them, it's absolutely insane. I literally think I should put myself on the sales page for this bundle because there's so much stuff. It's more than 25 hours of free courses at uturnbook.com. That's Y-O-U-T-U-R-N book.com. When you pre-order your book and take a screenshot of your receipt, there's information there for you to upload the receipt and get a bundle of free courses um, that have been gifted to me by some of my brilliant friends. They're charging tons of money for these courses online and they were nice and generous to give them to me to give to you as a thanks for pre-ordering totally free. So just head on over to uturnbook.com, take a screenshot of your receipt, upload it. Let me give you those free courses 
thank you for being here with me. Thank you for witnessing me. Thank you for not judging me. Thank you for reading this book. Thank you for working on yourself, for getting that clarity and for being the person that I know you are. And I know that you're here for a reason and that our souls have come across each other in this lifetime for some reason. And I'm just so honored. So Thank you so much for listening to my little riff. I would love for you to DM me on Instagram. Let me know, like, what do you want me to do a solo cast on? I'm going to start doing more of these. I'm feeling called to do it. And it feels like an edge for me for some reason, which is so weird. Like, why is doing an episode on a podcast an edge for me when I've done over 170 guest interviews on this one? But I'm ready to do it. So I would love to hear from you at Ashley Stahl. I'm sending you love. Thanks again. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.